In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper, the goatkeeper, the goatkeeper, to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained. You used to tell a goatkeeper joke, didn't you, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I do. I'm sorry. Can I tell it in a minute? <laughs> we are going to tell it now. Anyway, it's Ron Kolick and my co-host all the way from across the pond, the ghost finder general himself, the most haunted Richard Felix. Good evening. How are you? Outstanding. So, yeah, that that reminds me. I mean, it's really funny because when I first joined Skypes and I was typing in and I, I forgot to put the S in uh, the Ghost Project, so it came in Goat Project. And, uh, I don't believe it. I don't yeah. believe it. <laughs> but but you, actually, you actually have a goat joke, don't you, or something I like that? A, I have a goat joke, which is a ghost joke. Yes, I do. Ghost Listen, joke. Every, Yes, every lecture that I do, uh, where, wherever I go, I always ask, I, I, I stand in front of the group, as I did with you um, uh, a year last August, and I, and I say, has anybody ever here seen a ghost? And a few hands go up. And then I say, anybody heard a ghost? A few more hands go up. Anybody sensed a ghost? More hands. Anybody smelt a ghost? Anybody sensed a ghost? So we've got all the five senses. And then I tell this story about many years ago in, in rural Derbyshire, where I live, where I did a talk in the village hall, and I asked another question, and I said, has anybody ever had sex with a ghost? Well, well the, the audience started to laugh, and at the back of the crowd uh, was a guy wearing a, um, a cloth cap uh, and a pair of Wellington boots, and he put his hand up. Well, everybody laughed at him. They turned, turned and looked at him, and he went bright red in the face. And I'm standing at the front of the, 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 this, the audience thinking, oh, my God, how am I going to get out of this one? So I thought, well, there's no point. I'm, I might as well just take the bull by the horns, for want of a better word. <laughs> and I said, you, sir, are telling me that you have had sex with a ghost. And he says, hey, lad, I'm sorry, I thought they said a goat. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but listen, I must tell you that, it's called bestiality over here. And um, I'm actually talking to you. I don't know whether the sound is any better than it used to be, but uh, I'm, I'm back in Derby Jail, uh, sitting in the condemned cell of Derby Jail, where a guy called John Leadham, a 20-year-old feeble youth from Derbyshire, was hanged here in 1833 for bestiality. No way. Yes, yes but it wasn't a goat. It was a sheep. Uh, 
Honestly, it was still a hanging offence in Great Britain. Are you Britain. seriously? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Lead John Leadham. I, in fact, um, within ten feet of where I am, I actually have his Penny Dreadful. Now I don't know whether you, know, you guys know what a Penny Dreadful is, but it's um, before you were executed, um, the uh, the local newspaper, and in the case of Derby, it was called the Derby Mercury or the Derby Mercury, um, used to come into the condemned cell here and interview the condemned person. And they used to write down their whole story and then print it on a sheet of paper and sell it at the public execution for a penny a sheet. Hence the name Penny Dreadful. Is that where that came from? Yeah, that's where it comes from. And um, basically, it was like, um, uh, it was like a, a meatloaf programme for a concert. But it was, you know, public executions. People used to buy them. And we've got a whole, a whole collection of them here uh, in Derby Jail. Um, that we're, we photocopy and they're, they're up on the walls. And included in those that are up here now is the execution, trial, life and execution of John Leadham, who was executed in front of the Derby Jail in 1833 for bestiality. Now then. There you go. Dreadful, dreadful times. They called them the good old days, you know. So, I mean, why don't you, since you've got this thing, why don't you, uh, you know, get a sheep, Lock it in one of the cells, put a night vision camera on, and see what happens over the night. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's that's a very good uh, something I'd never thought of. Um, but funnily enough, I, well, I you have... think it's you think it's a bad idea? Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure, Ron. Uh, I tell you what, talk about trigger object. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But I tell you what, I have actually, I have got. I've got a ram. Uh, I've actually got seven sheep as well um, at home on the, on the very small farm that we've got. Um, and I suppose, I, I suppose I could bring one down here. I tell you what, the world would be watching, wouldn't it? Because we do have, we have. Um, um, you could go live. You could go live. <laughs> I think it's a very good. Shall we do it? Shall we? Do I, I really think you should. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, listen, I'm going to speak to Chris and Alan because they're as my, my sort of, um, well, they're not PAs, but they're my uh, um, internet people. Um, and you see, we've got cameras down here that people can actually log on and, and watch what's going on in Derby Jail. Oh, you do? Yeah, of course we do. Yeah, I should have told you that before, shouldn't I? Um, you can join. Um, uh, it's it's friend, Friends of Derby Jail. And I think, I think, and I should know more about this, £10 a go. And um, you basically, you can log on. Um, and, and watch what's going on in Derby Jail. But what a fantastic thing to do, to put a sheep in here overnight and see uh, what happens. I think so. I mean, you know, it's well worth the ten pounds, the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> it could be. It could be a very entertaining show, couldn't it? But Mr. Leader, I mean, you never know. He might just... Uh, he might just come out. So, yeah, if anybody's interested in becoming a friend of Derby Jail, uh, it's derbyjail.com. That's G-A-O-L, derbyjail.com. And you log on to that, and then it tells you how to, how to become a friend of Derby Jail. And you can watch what's, um, what's going on. We have uh, newsletters and all sorts of things. Do you have Should a camera, camera where you are now? Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. I tell you what, if you, if you, two sec, you know when you, um, are we, are we playing something in a minute or, or, or something? You know what I mean? Will you be playing something where I can go and find Chris and Ella and, and find out how people can log on? I, I was, uh, uh, yeah, I'm actually trying to, 
trying to find it. We, we have this uh, EVP of a half goat and half man from Australia, and I'm trying to get Viking <laughs> to find it for me because I uh, this this would fit right into our conversation as a, as a, you know. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get Viking to find it, but the old old goat can't oh. find it. Oh, that's well. Can tell the old goat to keep searching, will you? Because that could be quite something if we could find that. That would be great. But yeah, I'll, I'll uh, in a second. I'll, I'll get one of the two guys to come in, and then they can tell us how, how people can uh, perhaps log on. Because I, I never thought about it, Ron. I mean, this I, could be live. You could see me as well as hear me. God forbid. I, I think it's a great idea, and, and you know, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think so. Yeah, I think we'll. Um, I think in two minutes I'll get them in and then they can explain. Okay, to you know how what? Get on. I, I've got uh, the, the Viking just as infor- just informed me that we do have this uh, EVP Ooh. of the half goat and half man from Australia. So why don't we play that and you go get those two dudes and we'll, we'll I'll get do going. that. Talk to you in a minute. No, it's not. No. Right there. no. Is that a koala? Can you? Can everyone just be quiet? Can everyone just be quiet? I want to get this on audio. This shh, shh, shh. So there you go. I didn't like that. You didn't like that? No, I didn't like that. No, it's it's quite. Uh, um, I, I mean, I, I, how do they know that? It, <laughs> do they know it's a goat? So, so here, well, here's the deal. About uh, God, it must be about four or five years ago. We did a live broadcast uh, on Halloween. Three different ghost hunting groups. Uh, we had Haunted Devon, was who was in the UK. They were in yep. Uh, yep. Salem uh, Chapel, and we were at the Sprague Mansion in uh, Cranston, Rhode Island. And we had Haunted Australia, the TV show, in uh, some theater in uh, Australia. And that was how I met these guys anyways. And so they were telling us about one of the shows that they did where they went to this particular place. I think it was in an island. I'm not quite sure of the details. but And and this was uh, supposedly haunted by a half goat and half man. And uh, they captured that. So That is horrible. Um, It really is. It's it's, it's not to... Does it do the same to you, Ron? It, it, it gives me the shudders. I really thought that was quite uh, not 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 at all nice. You know, um, Richard, I cannot imagine you in the woods with that sound by yourself. <laughs> no, no, that would be worse than being in the woods at Little Round Top. <laughs> that was not nice. I, I, I would be I would be out of there like like uh, off a shovel. I'm telling you, yeah, it's quite good. Um, I'm just waiting for for Chris and Alan to to uh, to come back in, and um, then they're going to hopefully tell us how they can do it. But they don't think we can do it straight away tonight. I think it ha- I think you have to um, sort of log in and and pay. But I'm not sure. But I'm I'm sure 
that because I'm planning on doing this now uh, in future from from down here on a Tuesday night from the jail. Um, and it would be wonderful if we actually could get the, the you know the cameras working. So uh, you know uh, what, and, and I will definitely see if on my end if I can get a camera set up in here. I mean, of course, I'd have to put my pants on, but that's of course. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it's a very good idea, and it's something that we we, we will work on um, and see if we can do something about it. But I tell you what, while you, we you're talking about Australia, mm-hmm. um, I, I, it's somewhere that I mean, I don't know. Have you ever been? No, haven't. I mean, it's it's just that day trip, and you know what I mean—a day trip. I don't mean a day trip. Yeah. I mean a day trip. You have to yeah. takes about a day to get there. Yeah, I know. That's that's the problem. Um, it's somewhere that I'm I'm fascinated by, and and would I really want to go? Because I want to go and um, spend time with Aborigines. Um, <laughs> go on. Yeah, go for dinner. Yeah, go for dinner, more than dinner. Now, I want to go out into the bush with, um, with Aborigines, with, with people that use the old ways um, that we used to use uh, and, of course, don't, don't use them anymore. Um, but, again, I would like to do exactly the same in America, with, if you can fix it up for me sometime, with uh, Native American Indians. Um, you know, they, they, they still use, as you know only too well, the, the old ways. Um, they believe in the old the old ways and the old traditions. Um, and I mean, a couple of quick stories while we're on talking about Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, um, you probably heard me say this in my talk, um, Aborigines still use dousing to, to teach their children to douse to find the way home. Um, right. literally, literally by getting them at a very young age to walk round and round in a circle with their eyes closed, thinking, mum and dad, mum and dad. And eventually they get good at it, they open their eyes and they start walking, and of course they get home. You know, right. it's, 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 it's the same as a homing pigeon. It's the same as your pussycat. You know, drop your, drop your cat off in, in, in wherever, in Plymouth tonight, and within, within, within ten days it'll be back on your doorstep. But my mother had a system like that too for me when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she actually would uh, safety pen a little note to it. If found, please send to. And uh, that's how I got home any night. That's not the same. And, and, mean, when I, and you know, to be honest, when I first started getting, first got married, I, I would do the same thing because when I went out with the guys, then, uh, you know, at the bar and stuff, they, I had my little note penned and they would send me home. Quite so. right, too. Quite right, too. But no, I mean, basically, it's the same as a homing pigeon that has magnetite at the back of its yeah. beak. And apparently we have magnetite at the back of our noses. It's, you know, we have a built-in satellite navigation system that, that uh, people like Aborigines, still use, still have the ability to doing it. And, and um, about four years ago, when I was in um, Kinnity Castle in, in Ireland doing an event, there's a wonderful guy over there. Um, he's he's a, an Irishman, uh, obviously. Uh, he's a world-class um, penny whistle player. And he was touring Australia. And he was telling me that um, when an Aborigine dies, they all turn up for his funeral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean all of the Aborigines from around the world, but I mean all of the Aborigines for hundreds of miles away yep. that know him, knew him or whatever, just turn up at, at three o'clock at, on Tuesday, the appointed time, in that graveyard for his funeral. No phone calls, no emails, no letters. No, they just turn up, Ron. And I mean, this is, this is the old ways, isn't it? This is paranormal, for want of a, as we call it. But it's normal to them. 
Exactly. And I would just love to, to, to spend time, um, you know, with, with the Aborigines, talking to them um, and, and getting them to explain, demonstrating how they do it. I'd love to go to Ayers Rock. Uh, and see what on earth that's all about. Because, again, you know, you know my theories about um, um, the stone tapes and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Ayers Rock, of course, is a huge red sandstone rock that, 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 for all I know, may well hold recordings of things that happened and energies that are coming from it. Because, basically, uh, you know, sandstone is, is quartz, quartz crystal. Um, right. You know, I'm, I'm really interested. I would love to be able to go. So, you know, if there's any Australians listening, <laughs> give us a buzz, because um, I'd just love to come over and, and, and do a bit of a tour over there and, and find out more about um, about the old ways, basically. I, I think it's a great idea. And, uh, you know, I actually have a friend who uh, uh, works with the Indians, uh, Brian the Monk. In fact, I've been trying to get him on oh, the yes. show. Yeah. And he's a, a difficult man to get a hold of, but he's a Franciscan monk who actually introduced me to ghost photography. And uh, uh, he's an interesting character, but uh, he got his degree in nursing, and he went out to the reservation or wherever it is now, and uh, he's been working with the Indians. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get him on the show. In fact, I made a couple calls in today. I'm, I will... Because he's an interesting character, and I know your theories about why ghosts are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I just think it would be one. The more I talk to people, um, uh, the better, you know, the more I'm going to learn, basically. As, as you know, I'm, I'm, you know when, when I talk, when I've talked to you, I have this huge jigsaw puzzle in front of me that's three quarters empty. And, and, and there is hardly a day goes by where someone doesn't... Um, Give me another little piece for the, for the for my puzzle, but whether I'll ever live long enough to 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 finish the jigsaw, I, I, I don't know, mate. I'm not sure. But I've got Eleanor here now. I think she's hopefully going to explain to us uh, how, what we can do with uh, Friends of Derby Jail. Are you that there, would Eleanor? be good. We set up a temporary access form so they can have a taste of it tonight. And if they log on to www.darbyghostwatchers.co.uk. The username is Togi, T-O-G-I. The password is the same. That will get them to have a view of what they can see tonight, and it'll be on till about 10 o'clock. And then after that, you go on to the Derby Jail site and follow the instructions online and subscribe through PayPal. Will they be able to see me in here? Yes, they will for tonight. Oh. They'll be able to see you. You can wave to them all. Oh, my God. And what, what's, the, what's the website again? The, www.darbyghostwatchers.com. Dot .co.uk Okay, hang on, hang on. Excuse name and password. Wait a minute, wait a minute. www.darbyghostwatchers And Darby is spelt like Derby, right? You've got it, Derby. D-E-R-B-Y. Derby Ghost Watchers. Ghost. Watchers. W-A-T-C-H-E-R-S. Yep. Watchers. Dot co. Dot co. UK dot co co yep. dot UK yep and then the uh, the password is Togi. So username and password both T O G I both username and password. So guys, come on, come on down, come and have a look. See if you can see any goat, any goats, <laughs> uh, sheep, or anything else for that matter. But I'm here, sat here in the condemned cell. Um, where I mean, it's extremely haunted. This 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 place. I've told you about that before. And this condemned cell. Um, if 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 people could just imagine, um, as you know how I, how I believe that walls 
um, hold hold memories. Um, you, you can just right. imagine what it was like for people in here. So, now, uh, wait a minute. We, we, I actually have a question for you, but before I do that, I, I do want to mention one other thing. Uh, uh, quite a while, you know, about a month ago, I had a, a brilliant man on by the name of Robert Lumas, and he is actually the character that, that Tom Hanks is based on in The Da Vinci Code. He's from the UK. He's a no. wicked smart guy, and one of the things he did, he, he explained uh, scientifically uh, about Dowsin and how it works with our brains. Right. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And and what did how I mean? What, what is it all about, Ron? How oh, does it I can't work? I can't explain it. He was talking about synapses <laughs> and all this other stuff. It, it's the show is on on uh, um, archived on ours and also on iTunes, but uh, I don't think it's tagged, so I'll have to tag it. But anyways, we have a question from the Tojinet chat room from Paul. It says, Richard, sometime back you did an experiment where he fired high voltage electrics into the walls yes. of a building to see if a recording could be played back. Can you yes. tell us the results of this? Yes, the results were negative. <laughs> Not positive, but negative. Um, we we, we uh, took a generator into this uh, room where King Edward II was murdered, which is ma mainly red sandstone, and we attached uh, two electrodes, or whatever you call them, into the wall uh, and left it on for 20 seconds. We had a camera running in there, and we had a cassette player uh, running in there as well to, to record anything. And we, we, we recorded absolutely nothing but... Really? That does, yeah, nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. But, but, <coughs> excuse me. There's there's so many ifs and buts to the whole thing. I mean, number one, how much energy are you supposed to um, into inject inject into a wall to get the recording to come out? I haven't exactly. got a clue. Is it one and a half volts? Is it nine volts? Twelve volts? A uh, hundred and ten volts? Two hundred and forty volts? I don't know. Um, and that's where I, I need more help from people. Um, what we're now doing, we're, um, we're um, working on, on new, new tests. Um, we're in the process of buying a Van de Graaff generator. Um, yes, we have one of those. Have you? Yes, we've actually experimented with them. And, oh, tell, have, have you um, any results from it? Uh, we, we did. Uh, it seemed like almost the, the spirits uh, didn't like it. Really? We, uh, we picked up an audio thing from one of the cameras, saying, uh, like almost a scream. It sounded like the, uh, the uh, to me, I get the feeling that the energy was sour, that it wasn't like, you know, something that was, it was like, you know, how you have milk to nurture, where you, it goes sour, it, it's bad. So I, I, it seemed like that. It was interesting. We did use it, though. We used it at the really? Wyndham restaurant, and uh, but so I don't know. Yeah, so you see, I, I'm now obviously trying other things. So that's one of the things we're going to try. I've got another guy, a lad called Tim, who who will be coming on the show in a week or two to talk about a a new TV pilot that we're working on uh, uh -huh. that's almost almost finished. And um, he's actually uh, got a pal who's an electrician, and they're working on. Um, a machine, a uh, similar type of thing, uh, that's going to, uh, you're going to be able to vary the free, the, not only the um, amount of electricity, but also frequencies. Um, so we're going to zap the wall with that. It's going to be quite visual. It's got lights in it and all sorts of things. Um, it's, it's like a very large uh, K2 meter, if you like, but it's right. actually going to 
regulate the, the amount of electricity that we put into a wall. You see, one of the things, one of the things I think it might, might be the reason, you see, in other words, why does, it, why does a certain person that walks into a room see a ghost for about four seconds or whatever, and then another person uh, walks into a room and doesn't see it? And it might be the fact that that person that, that does see it or hear it is, is actually emitting more electricity. Because they're excited, because they're stressed, because they've had an argument, uh, because they've just been told that they've won the lottery. Or, do you understand where I'm coming from? Their frequencies right. have changed. So they walk into a room and their, their energy causes the replay button to come on. They press the replay button. Now, what I need to find out is how much electricity that person is generating that goes towards the wall that causes it to come on. And one of the other ways we're thinking of, of doing it, and all this is we're going to be doing this uh, sort of in a, in a DVD as well, um, is by trying to induce the same, the same, what's the word I'm looking for, the same circumstances as that person was in when they saw the ghost. How do you do that? Hypnosis, perhaps? In other words, they had an argument. They had a I mean, prime example, right? I was doing a, um, a, a DVD signing in a place called in Gloucester uh, about three years ago. And there was an elderly gentleman uh, who was um, looking, but he bought the DVD off me with his wife. And he said, you know, I've only ever seen one ghost, he said, in my life. And he said it was only, only a few months ago. And he must have been well into his 70s, something like that. And he said to me, I'll tell you what happened. He said, I had a blazing row with my wife really bad row and he says mm -hmm. i stormed stormed off up into the bedroom now as you know guys it's normally the not the wife that storms off to the bedroom but no he stormed off into the bedroom he opened the door of the bedroom and as he walked in there was a man standing there with a bowler hat on or a derby hat derby hat as you call him a bowler hat um, a black jacket edwardian and a winged collar and he was there for about four seconds and vanished now yeah, I, yeah actually guy's... i think we talked about this a little earlier before that's no, a good show. Show together. Yeah, I remember this. this. Yeah, that was that was astonishing. Yeah, was was it the energy that he had with his fight that created the right conditions correct. for him to see the spirit? Correct. 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 Or possibly, possibly not the spirit, but a recording for some reason that was held in the building. Oh, okay. In now the I see it. Hey, Richard. One of two. I don't know which. Richard, I can see you. You I can see you, Hello. Richard. <laughs> Take the glasses off. I'm very vain, you know. Yeah, uh, Chris has just come in and shown me the, it on on the on, on the computer, and I am sat sitting here. I am sitting here in the condemned cell of Derby Jail. It's, it's not very big, is it? Place, isn't it? It's not very it's big, not very is big. It? No. Oh no, no. And I'll tell you what, guys. When when this prison just before this prison was closed down in. 1828 um when this wasn't used as a condemned cell there would be six prisoners in this room for 23 hours a day are you serious six in that small room yep 23 hours a day oh my god and and straw to sleep on that's it my god can you imagine what and, and of course you know, we're talking of all sorts of villainous people that, that would be here um not a good start, not a good place to be. And I'm all right at the moment because I've got people with me. I've got Chris and Eleanor here, but I tell you what, you won't now, find we can, me we in can here. Also see it. We can also see a corridor too, Richard. That's right. Yeah, that's the main corridor. 
uh, I think, of the jail. Is I that where you saw the ghost? Or where you saw the ghost? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to just, if you give me two seconds, I'll tell you what. Actually, we, we have to prison. take a break right now. We, we are going to go to, to break. So uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Colick. And we'll be right back after the following message on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Beyond. We'll be back, Richard. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Miller X family. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. And we are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Richard Felix and Ron Kolick on Pararex, Ghost Channel, Tugginet, uh wherever else they carry this silly thing. But this is cool. I really like this video thing. Richard, we have got to start doing this. This is good. Yeah, I like serious. it. I've just literally, I, I, I almost uh, got back to it. I was trying to get the um, the Penny Dreadful off the wall in the other prison cell with, of John Leadham, but I can't get it off in time. So uh, next week I'll, I'll I'll put it up so people can read it, or we'll put it on we'll put it on the net, on the uh, on the website so people can read the the dreadful story of this poor guy that was uh, you know hanged for bestiality. Um, you're absolutely right. The corridor that you can see on. Um, on, on the uh, on the camera at the moment is the corridor that I saw a ghost at twenty past three on a Friday afternoon in broad daylight. Really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was down here alone, but it was daytime. Um, and I mean, I think you've heard me tell the story. I don't know how many guys out there have heard it, but I was I was alone in here. Um, in the kitchen area, which is which is one of the prison cells that's been we've turned into a kitchen, and the, the I was on the phone talking to a guy oh, from, yeah. from Derby City Council. You remember, yeah? And this grey hazy shape of a person glided down the corridor, and, and I, I'm not talking about corner of my eye. I'm talking about four seconds, full on. I watched it glide 
One, two, three, four seconds. Clear as day, clear as day. It was as grey as you can imagine, Ron. Um, it was a haze, it was like a fog, but it was the shape of a person. It wasn't male, it wasn't female. Um, it, it looked as if someone had glided down the corridor with a sheet over their head, but it was a grey haze. Um, and it, it's, my God, my, I mean, I, I, you know, everyone knows me. I think they know I'm... I'm I'm the credible guy that, that managed to escape from Most Haunted uh, with my credibility. Uh, and um, I, um, I've been through everything uh, from steam from the dishwasher, um, smoke from the fire. Had I got the kettle on, was it still? Of course it wasn't. Uh, was it a foggy day? No, it wasn't. Uh, was it car headlights? That No, no, it was broad daylight. Um, infrasound. You remember Steve Parsons that we had on the show uh, about 18 months ago, the guy from Parascience. He brought his uh, um, infrasound machine down because it's a corridor, obviously, and you get oscillations and things like that with the wind blowing. Um, and he's checked it for infrasound and there is none. I've got one explanation only. I saw a ghost in that corridor at 20 past three on a Friday afternoon. There you go. Um, so it goes to show you, you don't have to see him just at night. But, Richard, we are getting a lot of good no, feedback no. here on, on this uh, video stuff, and I think this is something that we should definitely pursue. Uh, uh, I'm yes. thinking, all right, I'm already thinking we can do experiments uh, together. Uh, yes. Me on this side of the yes, pond yes, and you yes. on that side of the pond, we, we can... We can get psychics in. We can do all kinds of things where, where they... Wow, I, I'm, I'm just... My, my mind is yeah, racing. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, this is good. This has really opened up a new, um, a new. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A new episode in, new frontier. Uh, in Ghost Chronicles. This does. A new frontier. We haven't, a new we frontier, haven't, yeah. We haven't done video since uh, that, that Halloween uh, spectacular on uh, three different continents. So, I mean, and, you know, hey, who knows? We may do that again. But I, I definitely think we have... Yeah. Uh, we can uh, definitely make this work. So I, I'm going to talk, find out on my end how I can do it. So, uh, yeah, because, I mean, there's so many places. Yeah. I mean, I can go to the Worthen, the Wyndham, all these places. Oh, speaking of the Worthen, oh, now, yes. you remember the Worthen yeah. restaurant, right? Of course and, I do. Dining with the Dead. Exactly, Dining with the Dead, the Worthing, which was in downtown Lowell. But it's a, it's an old, ancient, yeah. old bar. I mean, not old in, in comparison to what you have in the U.K., but it was actually yeah, frequented awesome. by Edgar Allan Poe, of course. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Who, of course, is the you know the master of the of, of the ghost story, isn't he? Exactly. But the interesting thing about yeah. this is that you know there the, there's been this uh, Poe toaster who uh, goes to Poe's grave since I think 1947 or 49, somewhere around there, and he brings three roses yeah. and a half bottle of cognac and toasts them. And it's been going on every year, except the past two years. He didn't really? show up. He, yep, his birth, post birthday is January nineteenth, and he didn't show up uh, this year, and he did not show up last year. So, uh, an old, a tradition may be dead. Oh my God! I mean, do, do people know who he was? No, they never did. Uh, we actually, they believe it was a family, perhaps, and the original Poe Toaster died, mm. and his son took over, or sons took over. They're not quite sure, because no one really knows who this person was. And uh, mm. maybe it became too much of, you know, kids nowadays, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 that's the trouble, isn't it? What a yeah. shame. Why don't you start doing it, Ron? Yeah, it's in, Bal it's in Baltimore. It's be a little uh, trek for me. 
Oh my God! I, I'm sorry. I didn't realise. I didn't realise he, he was. That's a long way, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think someone should take it on. It's such a shame that for for traditions to die. Absolutely. But, I mean, you know, I know that when we were on WCCM, uh, we used to. In fact, we did it at the Worthing as well. We we had a, on his birthday. We did a live broadcast and uh, attempted to contact him. And uh, the one on uh, the, at the uh, WCF was excellent. We had this uh, professional actor on, and he read The Raven, and oh, it was awesome. Oh yes. It, and we yeah, actually stirred up that. energy in the studio. And, and, and seriously, there was energy in the studio. Uh, Maureen and I were there, and uh, we, we could feel the energy, and in, in, in like the, we ended up like the temperature dropping, really thing, and, and then it was the lights went out, and it was it was interesting. Uh, we had we lit nice. candles, and the candles began to flicker with the with the reading of the the, the uh, raven. It was unbelievable. It was really really Ooh, a unique experience. That's great. Wow. And of course, you've just obviously just passed his birthday again. So, and you say no one turned up this year? No one turned up, Richard. Oh, I think what we're going to have to do, though, if such we do shame. this video thing, is we're going to have to turn you facing the camera, though. What, a bit like this, you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I can still talk to you like this. Yeah, that's that better. <laughs> How you doing, Ron? I wish I could see you. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. I I'm looking, I'm yeah, looking for the, the pint, but I don't see the pint there. Oh, hang on, there's a, there's a glass of red wine, look. Is there really? It's nearly empty. It's empty now. Oh, there yeah, you go. a glass of red wine. Yeah, of course. I always, I can't, I always have, a, I always have a, a tipple when I'm doing this show. Yeah. It's not for Dutch courage, by the way. It's just purely and simply that uh, I like me, yeah, like my liquor, <laughs> as you probably noticed. Especially, That's, is it, I mean, uh, oh, Mr. Adams. There, there's, uh, like I said, between the Tojinet and the Parax chat room, there's a lot of interest in this uh, video of you there, and they want to know where you are. Once again, Richard is broadcasting from the condemned cell at the Derby Jail, or as we say oh. in the States, Derby Jail. Derby Jail. Yeah, absolutely. So many people. Um, the last person um, to spend the night in here uh, was a, a guy that was hanged for rape in uh, 1825. Uh, spent his last night in here. Uh, the last woman um, was a guy, a lady called Hannah Haley in um, 1822, and she was hanged for the murder of her bastard child. She um, she was a she lived alone. She she was pr made pregnant, and she had the baby, and she was uh, not allowed to keep the baby in her um, apartment that she was uh, living in. She was a mill worker just across the road from here, funnily enough. And um, the landlady heard the baby crying and, and hammered on the doors, you know, and she wouldn't let her in. <clears throat> so she fetched the constable uh, who uh, knocked the door down and no sign of a baby anywhere. Uh, and he searched, searched her room and lifted the covers of the bed. And under the bed was a large jug with a muslin cover over it, steam coming out of it. And when he lifted the cover off the jug, there was a newborn baby immersed in the boiling water. Ah. She'd, she'd um, scolded the baby. It took it two days it took to die. And um, they hanged her for, for it. Um, she was in such a bad state that she couldn't even stand up in this condemned cell. Uh, they had to carry her out of here, up the stairs to the front of the building, and um, stood her on the trapdoor, and she fell, she fell down. They had to go, come down here and fetch a chair. And they sat her on the chair and hanged her, sitting down on the chair. And 
Well, today, of course, she'd have been treated for postnatal depression. But in 1822, we hanged her. And her ghost, Hannah Haley's ghost, is one of the many ghosts that that still linger around this place to this day. I've never seen her, but really? um, other people have sensed her in here. No, no, I've not. I've, I've, well, I mean, for, for all I know, Ron, that could have been Hannah Haley's ghost that I saw. Because, you know, I, I can't tell you it was male or female. Could have been her. Could, could have her. been all manner of people. Yeah, yeah. Could Actually, have been one of the three men that spent... Go on. No, I mean, that's, that's, you're right, we don't know because of the farm, what it was. Unless, unless, of course, you had a medium like you have there at the at the jail. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, they, um, obviously, they weren't there at the time. And you know me, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> as I've told you so many times, a psychic brick. I don't, uh, it's most unusual for me to have actually... Uh, even seen something, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're Chris and Eleanor, who, are, as you know, are my resident mediums down here, they do most of the events for me, the, the, the night vigils and all of that sort of stuff down here. And um, they've, they've spoken to her here, you know, but they've not, they've not, she's not said it was, the, it was the person that presented themselves in front of me. She's not mentioned that. Um, it could have been the jailer, of course. Um, a guy called Blythe Simpson that haunts the place. Not only haunts the place, but haunts me. Uh, whenever I go and do an event somewhere else with Chris and Alan, he comes with them and um, tries to throw me out the building you, via, with a table that they bring. Really? Me. I tell you, we must... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, listen, as a very special treat next week, next Tuesday night, if we have time, we'll, we'll actually get that table and we'll do a bit of a session in here in front of the camera. And see go. if we can get the table to walk I, me out of the condemned cell. I would think that'd be a great idea. I, I'm all for that. So I, next week we're gonna we're gonna do a uh, live yes, yes. live video broadcast of nice. Richard being walked out of the cell by a table. Yeah. <laughs> and a ghost around it, but and his name his name's Blythe Simpson, and he was the longest serving jailer. I think he served something like thirty two years as, as jailer here. And he's still here, he still thinks it's his place. Uh, and I've upset him. I've upset him many years ago by saying, this is my prison, this is my place, uh, and he doesn't agree with it. And right. um, he's not very happy, not very happy with me at all. So that would be something very special. Next Tuesday night, 3 o'clock or 8 o'clock our time, live seance here in Derby Jail. There you go. Now, uh, actually, I have a question. Or, well, I think it's a comment from Paul in the uh, Tojinet chat room. He says, Ron, have been on some great ghost events and walks with Richard here in the U.K. So you must know this guy, Paul. Uh, will you be coming over here sometime to join him and would, would love to meet you? I believe Richard may be planning a ghost walk in my hometown of Ding Bing. What the hell is that? D-E-N-B-I-G-H. How do you say that? In Northern Wales. Denby, Denby, absolutely. Hi, Paul. Den yes, Denby? I, I am actually. Um, yeah, it's a place called Denby um, in in Wales, and um, I'm working at the moment with a, a, a smashing lady called Tracy Green, who is a paranormal investigator. She runs an all-girl group, paranormal investigators. In, oh, my in type Denby. of group. And say again. My type of group. Yeah, My absolutely right. I did a, I did. Oh, girl. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Well, I did an event with them uh, just before Christmas um, in Chester, um, in, in um, near, near Wales. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. What happened? If anybody, saw, <laughs> if anybody saw that, oh, God, I, Eleanor just walked into the condemned cell and I didn't see her. She frightened me to bloody death. <laughs> oh, did you see that on camera? You saw it live on Toginet first. She's brought me a message. She frightened me to death, Rod. Um, uh. Oh, yes. Um, we, we, we will be able to do it next Tuesday, but it's, we've got a ghost walk in here. Um, but it's not a problem. Not a problem, because the ghost walk starts at 7 o'clock, um, and we're not on, on till 8 o'clock. So don't worry. Yeah, we can still do it. But I tell you what, I need a brandy. <laughs> <laughs> in a change of underwear. Oh. Yeah, too. No, I've got my brown corduroys on. I'm all right. <laughs> but uh, that's it's interesting. Uh, but I mean, can't you guys learn how to spell Denby? Is D E N B I G H Y? It's yeah, D E N B Y. What, what what is all this this, this extra letters you guys put in it? Huh? Listen, listen. Don't you? Don't start telling the Welch how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in no, trouble it's, again. It's definitely, it's a Welch spelling, and it's a fantastic town. It's got a most fantastic castle, um, where, funnily enough, something I very seldom mention, I think, think, that I saw a ghost in oh, there. Yeah. Uh, again, guess what? Ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, while I was, I was, it was, I was doing a, a DVD, uh, Ghosts of Wales, um, and I went to visit Denby Castle, and it was before they opened. It's open to the public, of course, but it wasn't open. And uh, this is something nobody's ever heard. I don't think you've certainly not heard it, Ron. I don't think. And uh, there was a guy outside in a caravette. You know what you call them? A, well, you don't call them caravettes. You call them. Um, oh, a, a motorised home. You know what I mean? A, a caravan type. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was dressed. Yeah, and uh, he was dressed like uh, a bit like Robin Hood. He was an archer, you know, got a, a bow and arrow and, and what have you. And he was outside, and I, I nodded to him as I went over the drawbridge and, and into the castle uh, to try and find the curator of, of the um, of the castle. And <clears throat> on the right hand side, in in a in a room with no window, uh, an open, you know, room. This was a castle. There was a figure in there, and I just I don't know. Thought it was I, for some reason I. I thought he was a, a coiner, a guy that was going to de do demonstrating um, a mint, minting coins, and that's what. I don't know why I thought that, but I could. And I carried on, found the guy, uh, curator, is it all right to film in here? We're doing a DVD. He said, yeah, absolutely right. You know, I'll, I'll get the keys for you, and blah, 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 blah. And he came, walked back with me, and we walked back, and, and the guy wasn't in the room. And I, I, I just passed comment to him. I said, oh, that's funny. The chap's gone that was uh, in that room. He said... No, he says there there isn't there isn't anybody. There wasn't wasn't anybody in there. I said, oh yeah, there was. It was a reenactor, I think. You know, that was. He said, no, no, there's we're not open yet. There's only me, and then there's the guy outside that's dressed as Robin Hood. There is nobody else here. I said, well, there was because I saw someone in there. He says, no, no one alive. He says, but you're not the first person to actually say that. And I'm thinking, oh my God! Of course, we missed it. We then went and filmed in that room, and I told the story on the DVD of what I think I saw. But I'm pretty sure I saw him there. But I just thought it was a real guy. Thought it was a reenactor. Mm. But there was nobody there. 
so that's Denby. So yes, I'm planning on a new Denby ghost walk in the very near future in conjunction with this lovely lady called Tracy Green and her girl group. <laughs> cool. Actually, we should get them on the show. I, I think that would be a great idea. That would be absolutely fabulous because they are. I mean, I don't know how many more all-girl paranormal groups there are out there. I'll, I, I, um, I know I'll that there, I know one of it, and I think it's in Louisiana. They actually call themselves the. Uh, well, I can't say that word. <laughs> paranormal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> We yeah so we'll definitely have them on the the uh, the show we'll see if you can get in touch oh, with them I'd love I will. To. and uh, I will. I'll give it a ring yeah that'd be great and I think we're onto something with this video and uh, here you go I think that next year, yeah, next week we'll we'll do the live seance and we'll see you uh, we will. scream we like will. a little girl and you know the world will be good. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you've already seen tonight those guys that were watching. Richard Felix nearly shit himself. <laughs> but anyway, live on Toginet. Yeah, yeah you know what? The interesting enough. thing too is I did a dining with the, the dead uh, last night at the Wyndham restaurant in Wyndham, and uh, Jim Stoney, the EVP specialist for the NEGP, was there and did a presentation. But we, we got to talking the group a little bit about. You know, finding proof of the paranormal, and and I kind of think now that I don't know if we'll ever find it. You know, it's it's just uh, you know it's so far out of the mainstream of science, and there's so many groups doing stuff, but you know, it's not really being banked anywhere or, or recorded or, or for comparison. So it's I don't know. It's kind of like wasted research in a lot of areas. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I mean, the, the only thing to say, of course, is that, you know, some of the biggest discoveries in the world were were discovered by amateurs. Um, and it this does look as if it's left. Say again, sorry? Yeah, this is true. And uh, amateurs have, yeah. have started, you know, and we, we, well, wait a minute. Before I forget, there's a, actually another question from Paul. Do you know when those... Uh, uh, Ghost walks in uh, Denby are going to start? No, but um, what's happening is, because this lady, Tracy, rang me uh, Sunday, I think, to tell me that she's found an extremely haunted 14th century pub that is, is prepared to possibly host the ghost because as, as most people that have done ghost walks with me know that my ghost walks uh, are centred around pubs <laughs> and spirits behind this the bar. This is a surprise. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, there's, we start usually start in a pub, finish in a pub, a uh, couple of pubs on the way round, and then a candlelit supper. And what's going to happen is she's getting back to this pub, and what I'm going to do first of all is to come over to Denby uh, and do a night, do one of my talks, lectures, call it what you will, and I want the people of Denby to come along for the evening um, and uh, tell me their ghost stories so that we can get some first-hand accounts of the of the ghostly ghost stories in the town so we can then use them um on the ghost walk because i'm i'm a great believer uh in in getting first-hand accounts rather than just you know reading reading the stories from a book um like sort of just victorian stories i like to know people's up-to-date stories so 
I want the people of, I know that Paul, you can help me, my friend. Um, but basically, we, I need the people of Denby to come along to the pub. Uh, it will be in the next few weeks when I, when I come over. And then and we're going to set the date here, for the first right, Richard, you, You'll announce it here, won't you, Richard? Sorry? You will, you will announce it here, I right? Oh, if you'll hear it first on Toginets, of course. It, we, we actually have a couple of comments. Uh, they're looking at the uh, image of the hall, and they said there must be a light there because it, it, it blurs the image. Is that light always on, uh, or, or is that something that can be... Yeah. I can, I'll, if you give me two seconds, I'll go and switch it off. Don't uh, go away. If, if, all right, there you go. You ask and you shall receive. So there you go. Richard Felix uh, leaving the condemned man's cell, and he's heading out to the corridor where... Oh, there you go. Whoa. Now I'm in the dark, and I don't like it. Does it look different? The hall is now dark, <laughs> and the condemned cell is <laughs> kind of black. Can you not? Can you see me? Yes, we can. We can, Richard. So I think we have so to solve that solve that problem a little bit. Uh, maybe a little bit light in the corridor, uh, and perhaps I think that will solve the problem for next week. Yeah. So so yeah. next perhaps week we are definitely. We had, a candle would be excellent because, uh, as you know and I know, that a lot of times spirits will manipulate candle flames. Yes, indeed, indeed. What a good idea! Yes, that's great. We'll do that. We'll we'll light. The, in fact, we'll have the place. We'll have the place candlelit, uh, and you really will see some some you know rather atmospheric shots then. And um, maybe throw a couple candles candle in the corridor week. as well. Yeah, we'll do that because you see the whole the whole place uh, when we do our events is candlelit. We have sconces in the walls and and, and everywhere else that um, that we light. Um, the place looks absolutely. Uh, Amazing uh, in the in, in 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 candlelight, yeah. And and for those folks that can actually see where I'm actually sitting here now, the bed, the the old prison bed that I'm sitting on, is is the bed that uh, was on most haunted when when a piece of paper with a cross on it was put on the bed, and the cross moved uh, on the bed, which was one of the very first genuine paranormal occurrences that they actually caught on most haunted. Can, can we uh, can we recreate that for next week, Richard? Yep, we've still got the original cross here that they used. So we'll we'll get a piece of paper, draw around it, and leave it with a camera so anybody can see if the cross moves. Yeah, what a good idea. I think we're going to have a, an interesting show next week. Uh, it's going to be live, so we have no idea what's going to happen. But uh, you will be able to watch the video of it and... Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of excited about this. Oh, so, so am I. So am uh, I. So um, we, we we will we have the cross we... experiment recreated from uh, Most Haunted. We will have the seance with yep. the table that hates you. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> and we'll put this up. We'll start doing a little advertising on it this week and and uh, get it up so that people will tune in and uh, on your end and we'll have the websites up in advance so that. Uh, they could definitely see it. I think it's a great idea, yeah, Richard. I think we're on to something. And... Okay, what was that noise? I think it's great. I think, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, funnily enough, it, I know this sounds stupid, but since the lights went out, um, 
the the echo in here is 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 much worse than it was before. And, and there was there, there's a, was it like a series of banging? We actually I actually heard a moan. You're joking? No, I no, it was, it was a low moan. Oh, I'm gonna put the light. Oh, I'm gonna put the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Just have another glass of wine. You'll be fine. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't hear that. I, I, I presume, obviously, it's recorded, isn't it? Yeah, it will be recorded. Whoa, better have a listen. Yeah. Because I'm actually, now, you see, I'm sitting here. I, I mean, it is, it is, the only light I've got is, is obviously the little bit of light from the screen of, of the computer that's here. But I'm staring into the, into the darkness at the, at the back of this condemned cell. Um, and you just imagine the number of poor, unfortunate people that spent their last night in here. Um... And it's quite, quite unnerving, you know. Just for me, because I, I, you know, you know what a was I am, you know what a fool I am. I'm frightened of ghosts. But right. um, yeah, who knows who's with me? Who and knows? actually, somebody want to know if you were the dude from Most Haunted. <laughs> I, I'm the dude. <laughs> I was the original dude. <laughs> yeah, that was me. No, you were on. The, you were on the show back with uh, David Wells and Derek Acora and. Who else was back then? Oh yeah, uh, not Chris Conway was after me, of course. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, am I, I'm trying to think who else as mediums. Um, Gordon Smith, the the Scots Scotsman, great guy. Uh, Gordon Smith, uh, Yvette Fielding, of course. Uh, Stuart, um, Kath. Um, was Phil Matt you know, Wyman on there? They were. Phil Phil Wyman. Say again. Phil Wyman, Phil Wyman was, was, was me. <clears throat> yeah, Phil Wyman was with me. Um, from series series two, um, I I started up with on on series one um, only on one program uh, with series one, but I was I was there in an advisory capacity. So I did series one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. Um, long time, four years, and had a fantastic time. Yeah, Phil Wyman was with me at the beginning. Phil was yeah. We had some good times. We really did. Okay, so any events we, or anything you got coming up, or just about out of time? Yes, yes, I've got a new series, new series of tours coming out, and I <laughs> want your series, help. That's interesting. Help. It's uh, it's a jail tour of Great Britain, um, and I don't know whether to call it Wales from the Jails, oh, I like or whether that. to call it uh, Jail Breaks. Or no. Richard Felix's haunted jail tour, or unless someone can come up with a better name for me, how about, I'm going to be visiting about, uh, haunted prisons. How about Richard Richard Felix wails from the jails? Well, that's a good one because I do wail when I'm in here, <laughs> like a little girl. <laughs> yeah, too right. So, so, if anybody can come up with a better name for my tour, let me know. And what's your website, Richard? It's um. Uh, gosh, www.darbyjail, G-A-O-L, darbyjail.com, or richardfelix.co.uk. So there you go. Come and join me. Exactly. So Ooh. tune in next week when we will go live back from Darby Jail. We will be reproducing the uh, cross experiment from most of it, as well as yep. uh, a seance uh, with uh, the... The crazy table there that chases you around. The crazy haunted table. Yes, mate. I'm looking forward to it, guys. 
And any more information on the New England Ghost Project, go to our site, neghostproject.com. That's the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. So until next week, uh, it's time to say good night and God bless. Take care. I'll give you a wave. Bye-bye. Talk to you. From ghoulies to ghosties. Join us for self-aid success stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. 